Ooh. My daughter. Twenty-one. Twenty-one August. Good morning again, sweetheart. What's for breakfast? Wheat bix. Why don't they spell wheat bix? W H E A T. They are so made out of wheat. They are oats. <laughs> They'd be called oat bix. They're actually made out of wheat. Everything's made out of wheat. You have to learn what you're eating. No, I just So what do what do they make gluten-free wheat picks out of? Oats. I'm sure it's got wheat in it. They just rip the gluten out. Oh no, it Nutrigrain, corn, oats, and wheat. It's called. Do you eat Nutrigrain? No. As a rule, I only get slapped on the hand here, but as a rule, I don't eat breakfast. Yeah, it's stupid. It's not stupid. It's... Well, look, we haven't really evolved much in the last thousand years. And, or a couple thousand. Let's if go. If you try and okay, go back to go. the caveman ages, Dad, they didn't let's have time. Like, no, because they didn't have like wheat bits in the cupboard. No, but they legitimately did not have time. So yeah, they, they did. No, they didn't. They had they when the sun now. was up, when the sun was going down, and when the sun was down. What do you mean? In the caveman ages. Yeah. They didn't have, they weren't like, oh, it's 10 a.m., let's have some lunch. No, but like, they, firstly, they had to stay in the caves because like, They'd sort of get scared and shit or get eaten by wild animals. So they had to sort of stay together. But first thing they did when they got up in the morning was go and hunt. Go and catch food so they could eat it. It depends how much if they had left over from the day before. They might have a drink of water or something or if they maybe they you know, I would have been the sort of caveman oh, that's looking good. to have Finally fixing the roadworks. Has someone been hit recently? I don't know. They just made the road skinnier and a massive big footpath, and no one uses this part of the road. I don't get it. Anyway, my sort of caveman, caveman my style. I know I would have been the beef jerky, or the deer jerky, or the antelope jerky kind of caveman. You know they didn't have dehydrators back then. Ha. Huh. It's called the sun bait. Nature's dehydrator. How long that's that what mean? they. Oh, I don't know, but that's that's what they used to do. To um dehydrate meat. Same with all the the skins and the pelts from the animals they did get to make clothes. I reckon the. Um, <clears throat> I'll totally mess this up, and I don't know what culture it was but um, it was probably the American Indians more than likely um, they found out about how how meat would last longer if it was salted yeah. you know the story was or the story I heard 
you know, they were out hunting. Might have been some sort of massive animal, big elk or a big deer or something like that. And they, they'd killed it. And as they'd killed it, and in the struggle, it fell off this massive big embankment and fell down into, like, the sea, into the ocean. There was, like, a, a river fell into the side of this ocean. Then it took them, took them a while to dig the carcass out because they had to trek back around this whole mountain and go down. So it was like the next morning they got to dig this carcass out. And they got it out. And when they'd, when they'd um, butchered it and then began to eat it, they could taste this flavor in the meat. And it was because it had been soaking in the seawater for overnight. So then that's how they started beginning to use the salt out of the ocean. Hey, that's pretty cool, eh? That is pretty cool. And it makes me think that the timeline, so you think that that would have happened before they even made fire. Oh, not made fire, learned how to make fire. Do you think? Yeah, it would have been for sure. How did they cook the thing? Yeah, I don't know. Not a paleontologist, I don't know. Well, they would have smacked two rocks together and be like, oh, wow, oh. spark. Oh, oh. fire. It's 40 here. <laughs> it's 40. From this sign right there, there it's sign, 40. There was a sign back there. Yeah, that said get ready for 40. And you're still doing 60? Uh, I was not doing 60. You're a tough guy. You're a tough guy. That guy, he's no, that guy, every, yeah, every morning he's there. Like, it's seriously eight degrees this morning. And he always is waiting at the bus stop with long pants on, a beanie, and a, and a muscle shirt. Yeah. With his hands in his pockets. Then he's going, so tough. Oh, I don't even feel the cold. I don't even feel the cold. You might not yeah. feel the cold. Some you guys. It doesn't matter what you do, you feel the cold. He'd just be. Look, With if he was people... a mountain adventurer going through climbing Mount Everest wearing a singlet and that's what he did, well, yeah, he'd be, you know, yeah, like that. The guy's getting a bus to work, he's just showing off. Well, some people, you might not be getting the bus, you might just be going for a walk. Um, some people feel cold in different parts of their body. Yeah. You dropping me at the stop bus stop? Yeah. Cool. Um, why didn't we pick Logan up? Because uh, he's going in with your Brenda.
morning. So when you're um, in the caves, you had to get up and go and eat, catch your food first. So you couldn't just have breakfast when you woke up. Until, until, you know, the Wilsons came along with their jerky plan mm -hmm. and made jerky for breakfast. And they could take that think, on a hunt. Do you think they... Often, um... often. Do you think they're a midwife? Um, pregnant, she's a midwife. Yeah, probably. But happy birthday start with a midnight. Yeah, definitely. Definitely midwife. Car stickers. It's really annoying me because that one's directly on the side, but it's yeah. not like angled. Yeah, why wouldn't you to put them in the. <laughs> it's, no, but that's not angled to fit. OCD kicking in. And then that one. She's not in the right position. Some people And it's funny then. Yeah. She's obviously a midwife. And her number plate is 91 poo. Uh -huh. Poo all over the place. She's got a good relationship with poo. Mm. Mm. <coughs> I um, didn't show you the prototype, did I? No, I've been busy. The clickable prototype. Got the um, got an investor Zoom call this week. I'm putting it out there. All couple of months by Christmas. A little bit of my Christmas present. Get an app for Christmas. No one's really excited like I'm excited. It's no one else's thing, it's your thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's really exciting. Yeah, but some people have other it's things to It's our about. thing. No. It's a Wilson thing. It's a no. family thing. No. Oh. Once it's out there, Ooh that'll be your um, that'll be your part-time job then. I already have two part-time jobs. I'm not taking my bird right now. Oh, you won't be able to help yourself. You'll be my influencer. You should start to push your push your um personality across other social platforms. I'm not doing TikTok. No, not TikTok. Do something else. Just something else. Um, Pinterest. Get on a Google Hub Pinterest. Same thing, just putting photos up. No, I don't like Pinterest. Why not? I, don't. I haven't had much to do with it, to be honest. I search on there for some cool photos, but to go to. Gold taxi. Yeah, it is a gold taxi. That looks crazy. It looks like a monopoly. That is actually gold. It's had a gold wrap on it. So it's not black it's and like, white taxis. It's, like it's Willy Wonka's freaking golden ticket. Yeah. See you, sweetheart. Oh, slam that door. Love you. Have a good day.
That is a real crazy colored taxi. It's seriously full gold wrap. With black mags, low profiles. The guy's got to own it himself. You would not let someone else drive that car. Celebrating a hundred years. That looks awesome. She should have got a photo of that bad boy. Anyway. So I had, just did a live this morning on my Facebook page just before I jumped in the car. Not a massive one, just to throw my thoughts out there a bit. Just need to start doing that a bit more. It makes me feel good. Just throw it out there. Morning thoughts. Um, and just, I suppose, doing the app, doing a lot of thinking about what you really want to achieve and and thinking about our future, especially, you know, short-term future, next five years. Got a lot of big plans. And really looking into what what the number is, what the magic number is. You know, what's your number? Look, every week, what number, not so much would you be happy with, what number do you need to survive every week that'll make you happy? And would it just be that? Would it just be the number that would make you happy? Or is the number just a superficial thing? Is it you'd be happy with less? Apart from your commitments. you obviously got commitments, um, house loans, personal loans, credit cards, whatever you got, whatever debt you got and whatever commitments you have. I mean, that has to be covered, but say if you're working towards clearing that and having a number that would would definitely make you happy every week and is it all about the number or is it you'd be willing to forego a certain number for a smaller number if you were 100% happier with your current situation that's just something I think about all the time because it's a real different it's a real different mindset you, you hear I suppose uh, you hear all the billionaires saying oh money won't buy you happiness and that's that's been one of the things that's one of the negative things with money I suppose you know root of all sorry folks you just jumped out there yeah so money doesn't buy you happiness and you know money's the root of all evil and all that sort of jazz that's why it's always you know it's it's a personal choice obviously and it's something that I, I look I don't struggle with I know that I'd be happy I'd be happy as on half the money living next to the beach going fishing every day you know but through this stage of life with the kids and with the commitments you know 
just got to do what you do and, and push through. But um, I see it. Look, I notice it a bit where my son goes to school, and it's where I went to school as well. It's a. Uh, it's look. It's one of the the better private schools in Brisbane, and. Yeah, look, in all honesty, it costs us a pretty penny to send him there. So that's that's one of the, the commitments we've made. And and look, only for the fact, didn't send him there for any other reason, for the fact that he's a smart kid and I know that he'll get more out of that school than, than I ever did. Um, and he's, he's proving that at the moment. And it's... Look, I just see it all the time. I drive around in my old work ute, busted up old thing, bit creaky, bit squeaky, <laughs> drive it in the driveway, and everyone's, you know, well-to-do cars and their Porsches and their BMWs and their this and that. And look, firstly, I just I don't know how. I don't know how people afford those sorts of cars or if oh look you'd have to be yeah I think you'd have to be um, making a fair bit of cash to be able to drive around in one of those I don't and it doesn't it's not something that really gets me you know like I don't I know other people most definitely other people I know feel really, really um, self-conscious when they go to schools like this and they've got their kids there and they're, they're not, you know, I suppose what you'd say up there in the food chain, they're not doctors and lawyers and brain surgeons and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, they're just regular working people either on the kids that go there on scholarships or or they're just really working hard like us to, to give their kids an opportunity like that. And and they feel like they're always having to keep up with the Joneses and and, and wear the nice clothes and get a new car to fit in. And none of that has ever really bothered me. Like, I've had um, instances where I'd go there to the, go to the footy and and I'll just wear just what I'm normally wearing I'm not going to get dressed up in jeans and a you know flash shirt and stuff like that just to go up to the school I'll just be who I am you know and um, that's half of it that's half of the struggle through life is is it something that you actually need is that extra pair of shoes something you need or you just want to impress people that you don't really give a flying stuff about you just want to show them that oh you've got a pair of really nice shoes and look I, I love really nice clothes and stuff like that to go out in I, I can't wait till um, you know I feel comfortable with myself to buy a pair of RM Williams which is $600 and there's no way I feel comfortable doing that anytime soon but I, I know I will 
because I really like those shoes, you know. Um, and I can't justify doing that now because I know in my head the only reason I'd be doing it would be to show people that I can buy all this nice stuff. And I've got bigger plans than that, baby. Um, the money I earn and the, especially the money generated through my online business and, and stuff to do with this app is all just going straight back into that because it's just building it even bigger, you know? And a $600 pair of shoes isn't going to make that dream any bigger. Um, might be more comfortable when I'm walking to the meetings, but I, I don't need that. I don't need that um, facade to put, put up. I have to look respectable and all that, and that's fine, and, and I do. But <clears throat> I don't feel that I have to keep up with everyone and keep up with the newest trends because, like I said, I'll, I'm a creator. This this app that's coming out, this will be the new trend. And, and then that's when shit happens, yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in for part two on this 21st of August. I hope you have a blessed day and I will talk to you soon. See you, everyone.